recap of the first week of NFL action, a uh, little NCA football, talk about our predictions, how they went, and then uh, get into a little bit of baseball and talk about what we got next week. But uh, before we get into that, Mike, I think you have a little special treat for us about September 13th. I, I do, guys. This is actually like a humongous special treat. Um, this is a segment we like to call Today in History, and um, today's fact is in 1969, uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? debuts on CBS in the United States. So this year, in, or on this day in 1969, Scooby-Doo was being broadcasted to the world. So just know that, please. That is very important, and I'm glad that we were able to bring it to everyone's attention. Imagine how much fucking scarier the Scooby-Doo's probably were in the 60s versus other. <laughs> I'm very glad that, that we found that out. Um, so this weekend, Mike, we had a lot of action in the NFL. Uh, we had the Saints against the Packers, Steelers-Bills, uh, hell of a Lions game. Um, we're going to start off with the most important thing, though, and that's Jameis Winston. Uh, he threw for... Almost 200 yards, which was kind of shocking. It's not a lot, but he had five touchdowns, and they blew the Packers out. Um, what do you What do you think about that? I know we're everybody's just a big Jameis fan, but remember what I said last time was that every game that Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing in is going to be the game of the week because all eyes are going to be on him. Well, he couldn't have had a worse <laughs> first week. If I I don't even know how to describe how like he could possibly feel about that but just think about it every single eyes on you and you just got blown out by Jameis winston the crab stealing Jameis winston great for Jameis and terrible for rogers it was really a great storyline um there's actually a little conspiracy out there i don't know if you saw it they're saying maybe rogers is doing this on purpose to destroy the packers from within because of all the that's kind of what i that's what i assumed man <laughs> Now, I mean, it's definitely worth looking into, but... Okay, I know there's no way, but what do you think the odds are that J-Love gets the start next week? Against Detroit, by the way. Um, honestly, from just a logical standpoint, I would say no chance, but knowing it's right. the Packers, who knows? <laughs> hey, this is a good question. Does Jordan Love play in the game next week? Um... I think if this keeps up, I still don't think it'll happen next week, but if this keeps up, I could see it happening just because the way they've treated Rodgers. I could see it happening in, like, the first four or five games maybe, but I don't think this is going to keep up for Rodgers. Um, Can you imagine? Steeler, <laughs> Steelers-Bills was also a good one. Um, I was not expecting that. I actually kind of bet against my boys, but – that came back to bite me, but I'm glad they won. Their defense is still absurd, uh, especially against the Bills. That was a very good performance for their defense. Um, and the yeah, Lions. I just, I think... <laughs> Go ahead. I was just going to say shout-out Ben Roethlisberger because <laughs> I yeah, think he's, he's my favorite athlete at this point in time. <laughs> and that's, we use that term loosely with him, but he is no he is something. Full-fledged athlete. <laughs> Um, I know you were you were dialed into the Lions game. That was probably a heartbreaker for most of us Michiganders. But is it uh, a heartbreaker? I mean, at this point, it's just conditioning it's, for the rest of the of, season. <laughs> that's just kind of how their games go. I'm actually shocked yeah, that it 
that like new quarterback, new coach, but it was the same thing that they always it's do. The it's the same shocking. thing. I, I could have I told shocked. you <laughs> going into the fourth quarter down by what, like 24 points. I could have told you like this, this is going to come down to the last play. I guarantee it. Yeah. We're still going to lose. Um, on the other hand, Stafford uh, on the Rams looked fantastic. And I'm just, yes. it's good to see him with a competent team. Yes, Trent, I was going to ask you. I was going to say, what? watching Matthew Stafford, I was going to ask you a fill-in-the-blank question. Watching Matthew Stafford yesterday was? just It was glorious. It just made glorious. me happy. <laughs> you want to know what just, I was going to say? What, the what's same. your word? Yeah. The same. The freaking same. <laughs> it's It was the same, but guess what? It was with a team that knew how to play defense. So Yes. Now he's getting recognition. Think about it. He's going to get yeah. legitimate MVP recognition because he has a defense, and we yeah, did not. you gotta you gotta be happy for him. Um, in Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer just got destroyed by the Texans, which I I know I didn't see that coming. I think you were also on the Jags bandwagon. We just didn't think anything was going to happen in Texas. No, I just I was just reminding Texans fans that the tickets were seventeen dollars, so <laughs> they wanted was... to go. <laughs> I mean, now now we look like the assholes because they got that for $17. They're, they're thrilled. Absolutely. Absolutely. And some other not-so-great news. Uh, worldwide phenom Fitzmagic hurt his hip. He's out for six to eight weeks. That happens with these old-timers. Yep. I, I didn't see what exactly happened, but I heard the news immediately. Uh, so hopefully he's back. Because he is he is a game changer. I know there's a lot of a lot of attention that's always centered around him. So I hope he's back on the field. Because their backup is I already forget. It's not somebody who should be playing necessarily. That's good. But uh, hope he's all right. Transitioning to college football, I would just like to formally apologize to Oregon Duck fans. I did not see that coming at all. Yeah, that was that was a shock and a half, man. I remember, so I, I wasn't able to watch the game, but I kept getting little updates here and there, and I was just, like, on edge the entire day because I was like, when is that OSU comeback going to happen, and when, when are they going to win? And I, apparently Oregon held them off, which, to their credit, man, that's that's an incredible win. That is a that is a potentially season – does OSU even have a chance to make the playoffs now, or is that essentially – I don't it? know. I think – if they run the table the rest of the way, they might be. But I don't know if their schedule will be strong enough to boost them back. But imagine up this. The top. What if a one-loss Buckeyes is essentially getting into the tournament against a an Oregon Ducks team that goes undefeated? Do you think that's even like – do you give it to Oregon then? I guess, I mean, you have to see how the season plays Got out. It. But I think that, that, that creates a lot of late-season drama. Yeah, nothing would surprise me with Ohio State. They tend to get a lot of love, but it's definitely a different – different team this year it seems like I thought their quarterback was uh I mean he's good but I thought they had it figured out after they got their legs under him in week one but props to Oregon because I didn't think uh I didn't think they had that in them but uh Iowa beat Iowa State they still own the state I think Iowa State's been like legitimately good a handful of times but I just had that feeling in my gut Iowa's just they're just gritty they're just a tough Big Ten team and I just you know, they're going to get it done, especially against yep. Iowa State. I'm not really bought into them. I know they're up in the rankings once in a while, but you never really feel that they're actually that good. Correct. I think they were just kind of testing the waters with the rankings. Like, 
we'll see. Yeah. We'll put them here to see how they do, and yep, immediately go right back down. Uh, Texas hyped up at number fifteen, got destroyed by Arkansas. That's no shock. They're kind of like people compare them to Michigan. No shot at Michigan fans, but they tend to get a lot of hype before the season and rarely, uh, rarely pan out. But uh, so they're going to fall a bit, probably out. I saw Arkansas is finally back in the rankings for the first time in a few years, so good for them. That was a good good, good win for them. As far as our shockers of the week last week, Mike, would you like to start with how yours no. panned out? I want to be honest. <laughs> uh, I'm being honest with you. No. I don't want to start, and I don't even really want to talk about this ever again because this is no. probably the most embarrassing segment of all time. <laughs> um, yeah. So my Southwest Bearcats got absolutely eaten out by the reigning number one NCAA or double two team. It wasn't even like, I, I can't remember what the score was, to be honest with you, but at halftime it was like 43 to zero. So yep, yeah, no upset there. No upset there. They, didn't, they just didn't come to play. Same with, same with my Alabama State Hornets. I thought, oh, you know, it was actually close in the second quarter. Um, yeah. But then it just, you know, there was like a ten point game, maybe I wanna I wanna say ten or fourteen, maybe they were hanging in there and then final sixty two to zero. They did not come in with the chip on their shoulder that I expected. No. Um uh, but the Hornets are known for bouncing back. I'm not worried about them. No, look uh, for them to look look for them later on in the season, man. Yeah. They'll they'll be there around the end of the year. They'll be in the talk. Maybe in the talk for the playoff if they run the table. They're, they're the Hornets. They're good. Um, Go to chains. <laughs> um, uh, lastly, a little news in college football. USC's head coach, Clay Helton, is fired after their week two game. Which See you I later, was, bye. I was shocked. I don't understand the thought process of starting a season and then firing your coach in the second week. Like, if, if you were going to do that, just get it done <laughs> in the off season. What a morale boost for the rest of the team. Like, there's, like, a freshman <laughs> kicker who's on the team that's just like, God damn, if I miss anything. Do I still have a spot on the team? Right. right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was shocking. Shocking to me. Um, and he had one losing season there. He was there for – this was was his seventh year. It was a short seventh year. But, I mean, that's USC. They they were at the, the top of the top of the list back in the early 2000s. And, they're still holding their coaches to that standard, but that was just that was shocking to me. Um, I think that's all we got for college football last week. Um, Mike, anything new with uh, that team down in Toledo? That team down in Toledo, do you mean the Toledo Mudhens? <laughs> yes. yes. And you know what? Today was a big day for the Toledo Mudhens. Um, three home runs today and a strong day in the pitching staff. The Mudhens went to a comfortable 8-1 to lead over the Iowa Cubs. Daz Cameron hit a home run. Riley Green, who I mentioned last podcast, hit a home run. And Ryan Kreidler, who I mentioned last podcast, hit a home run. So uh, a, a pretty easy win for the Mud Hens this week. And uh, they're going to be playing Iowa all week, so we'll update you on the series. But, uh, yeah, Mud Hens got off to a little hot start. But uh, what is to be expected at this point? Go Mud That's what we like to hear. Um, in MLB news, I saw a little headline that the Yankees are now 4-12 and in their last 16 games after winning 13 straight. They're going in the opposite direction of the Mud Hens. Yes, if you want to talk about two teams on the opposite end of the spectrum, that would be the, <laughs> the New York Yankees and the Toledo Mud Hens. Often don't get compared that, together, but uh, yeah, that might are. be a matchup that we'd like to see, just to see what happens. Ooh, they just they might shock happens. the world. 
You never know. Yeah, no, that is kind of that is a little embarrassing. But let's talk about it. The AL East is the most dominant division in MLB right now. The Yankees are eighty and sixty-four. So I mean, they're well above five hundred. Still in good. Any yeah. other, yeah. I mean, in any other division, they would be either winning or just behind within like a game or two. And in the AL East, they are in fourth place because they're playing against the Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Rays, who are all dominant. And yeah, so I mean, it's it's the Yankees, so anything can happen. But uh, but yeah, kind of sh- kind of shocking there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we now take a break from this segment to go to our weatherman out in the field, Kyle Dode, who has breaking news. Kyle, what's happening out there? Thank you, Trent. Uh, out here, it's getting pretty chilly right now. We're in Little Alberta, Canada. It's 60 right now. It's supposed to drop down to 44 tonight. So. 43, actually. So if you're in Little Alberta, you might want to put on a sweatshirt and maybe some pants. Well, I, we appreciate that update, and that's definitely something that we'll keep our eye on. Folks, if you're out in Alberta, you're going to want to bundle up tonight. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you. All right, now for our Ya Blew It of the Week. This is the first ever, Mike, and we actually have a three-way tie, which never happens, but we couldn't decide. Uh, coming in... First out of the gate, the first one that we saw, a Florida State player proposed to his girlfriend on the side of the field as Jacksonville State was celebrating because they beat Florida State this weekend. That definitely definitely is a tough look. Uh, I hope I hope they're happy together. Good for them, but that that well, did we get did we ever get a confirmation that she said yes? Or <laughs> she said no and just completely like double whammied his night. It could have been because I just saw a picture of it, so right. it might have not even gone through. But we we never got a confirmation um, on that. That was definitely definitely in in a tie for the you blew it of the week. Yeah, it is you blew it, but there's also like a sense like you gotta almost respect it. Like yeah, that guy he he had it planned out. He was expecting a victory, and he he they lost, and he just said, "I don't give a shit. I'm still doing it. Just get it over with." Abs- absolutely embarrassing. Um, coming in. The second one that we uh, had in the three-way tie, I'm sure almost everybody saw the clip of this because it was just awesome. Um, The Ohio State drum major running out absolutely bit it on the cement before he got out onto the field. Uh, I just felt bad for him, but, I mean, mean, he got right back up. Right. I mean, he did recover well, but I think it was a perfect metaphor for how the, how the rest of the game went. That I might have that been the turning point. Probably, dude, that was probably it. That, that was, was it, dude. That There's was the no turning point of the game. Like momentum that, yeah, 100%. Yeah. You can blame that loss. Say, Ohio, Buckeye, Buckeyes fans, sorry you're not going to the playoff. It's because of your drum major <laughs> ate shit on his way out to the field. That was definitely a huge momentum shift for the Ducks. Um and the third one in the three-way tie that we have this week, Mike, was happening out in Washington. Yeah, I think this is, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, the offense wasn't the only shitty thing in Washington this week as uh, there appeared to be a sewage break in the middle of the stands, like literally just like in the middle of one of the sections. And Trent, I believe you have some audio of we that actually, clip there? Yes, we're going to play an audio clip of the fans reacting. This is recorded on a fan's phone. We're going to play this soundbite for you guys real quick. Yeah, so it was definitely a tough day in Washington, Mike, uh, on and off the field. That one wasn't in the forecast. Hopefully they got that figured out. 
because that just did not look fun. They were they were cleared out. The section was completely empty. Everybody was running running away from it. Free seats. Free seats. <laughs> um, so that was a three-way tie for our you blew it of the week. It was, there was a lot happening this weekend. All right, guys. This is the next segment of our show. It's called What's Frank Kaminsky Up To? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Quick little update. We thought it'd be funny to let you know where FK3 is, otherwise known as Frank Kaminsky III. Um, he's just an athlete that I believe deserves a little bit of recognition, and he's kind of fallen under the radar recently. So just a quick update um, on his Instagram right now. Just taking a little peek. Uh, seven weeks ago, he was on a jet ski giving deuce signs. <laughs> so he's doing good. Um, he's definitely not doing bad. He's definitely not doing bad. Let's see. His latest post Looks is like just... like he was scuba diving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, like, in nature and stuff. So, he looks good. Oh, he was he doing a little, a... little off-season boxing work to keep in shape. So, maybe um, little Jake Paul versus Kaminsky coming up? Who knows? Other than that, it looks like he's just... He's doing exactly probably how you thought he was doing. <laughs> he's still doing all right. He's still doing Frank Kaminsky. But going into next week, NFL-wise, we got a couple good games. Chiefs at Ravens next Sunday night is going to be perhaps the best one. Uh, granted, like we said, the Ravens are a little banged up. We'll see how they finish this one out against the Raiders tonight. But definitely looking forward to that one. And then Monday night, we got the Lions at Packers. So somebody's going to come out on top there. Yeah. The funniest – do you know that uh, each – NFC North team lost, so there was no ground lost in the division. So this game actually, like, now essentially it's like this is the season starting. Yeah, I saw Lions fans were tweeting about we're still in first place. Great job. So, yeah, that's true. I mean, Jerry Goff, shout out Jerry Goff. It's still anybody's anybody's division. As far as college football, looking into next weekend, couple great matchups that I'm excited to watch. Alabama's going into Florida. Um, expecting Alabama to win that one, but. That's always a little bit exciting. Um, there's actually a couple potential, Mike, shocker of the weeks. I'll, I'll list mine first. Um, Coastal Carolina is coming in hot to my uh, hometown right now, Buffalo. And I think the Bulls have a little something for them. Uh, they're thinking they're all that, number 16. They're 2-0, and riding high. I think the Buffalo Bulls might smack them. You think so? Big yeah. upset in Buffalo. That's that's going to be my shocker of the week, and I'm I'm very invested in this one. So we'll see if the Bulls can uh, pull that one out. But I think they got it in them. I respect that. I respect that pick there. Um, my shocker of the week is we're going to have a little action, Big Ten action, and that is the Northern Illinois Huskies versus the Michigan Wolverines. And why are you saying this is going to be an upset? Um, only because Rocky Lombardi comes back to the big house for some revenge. And Rocky Lombardi, if you didn't know, is literally the starting quarterback for NIU, which is hilarious in its own right. But can you imagine how hilarious it would be if they won in Ann Arbor? Do I, I don't think they're going to win. You want me to be honest? I don't think they're going to win. But it's still my upset of the week because be unbelievably hilarious. All right. Uh, that is all we have for this week. We're still keeping an eye on this. Ravens Raiders game Tyson Williams just had a 35 yard rush for a touchdown Ravens are up 7-0 uh first quarter is about to end but um 
we're going to keep an eye on a couple of those NFL games, a couple of those college games. Um, definitely going to keep an eye on our shocker of the week, and maybe we'll do a little better than last week, Mike. It can't get much worse. <laughs> yeah, we can only go up, really. Yeah, there's only going up from here. So that's all we got for you guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>